0: she's april and she's molly and we are the book besties (laughs) middle schoolers don't really appreciate (laughs) my my sunshine and rainbows
1: c-r-a-p-p a charity for dung beetles we can just yeet them out the
0: out of the houses it's fine
1: Nothing going on in there, man. Like, hollow. We know people who know people. Let's go to jail. (laughs) Fuck around. Hey, I sound normal. Like, I sound normal.
0: (laughs) Guys, if you have not listened to the last couple of episodes to, like, know what shit has been going down... Molly has not been with us for a few weeks because she's been recovering from COVID. And Molly, I missed your face. I
1: missed your face.
0: So when Molly had the idea for this podcast, the whole point of doing this was because we live in different states, which is still true, even though Molly has moved. We're and, close. and we we're closer now. Yeah. We still haven't seen each other in person yet because she got the vid. But um
1: <laughs> fuck my life, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, like the point was that we could spend more time together, and then I went from spending like
1: an entire year with you every week to not seeing you. And in- I was in one of the highest COVID states during the pandemic. No one's got it, and I come to the lowest rated state, and my I husband know. brings it home from work. What a fucker. I know. Huh? I know. What I, luck you have. What a fucking a um i am still having like some of like the fatigue but that's also like my ra so
0: yeah i'm you just sound trying sound to... so much better though i
1: i do i i'm having like the the allergy symptoms right the runny nose and crap still but i think that's gonna be for a little bit as long as though so are I'm gonna... you sinus infection we're gonna be good
0: so are you like a Marylander now? Is that what they call people from Maryland? I don't even know. Are you like a Marylander? I Amer- tried today.
1: I tried today. What? What did you try to do? I had my light driver's license scheduled today, okay? So Uh uh-huh. I went to go get my driver's license. And yeah. Maryland has all these rules about the driver's license. You got to have this. You got to have this. You have three forms of uh, ID. Right? Your former early driver's license and two pieces of mail. I had all the things. Like like, mail, like like my two name, pieces of mail like
0: my name
1: like blue like bills like, like, like it could be bills it could be junk mail it could be anything just my name with the new address I had ninety five percent of everything
0: <laughs> that's still an A Molly
1: <laughs> but not for the DMV. Oh it's gosh. fucking everything or nothing so I go can I pull up like a bill on my phone and she goes no I have to scan it in and I go can I print it here? And she goes, no. And I go, (laughs) (laughs) go, okay. She goes, I can schedule you next week. And I go, not tomorrow. She's like, "Uh, no. Like she didn't want to do it tomorrow. It wasn't that her schedule wasn't open. But she was like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) nah, I don't feel like it.
1: You're going to have to come back next week. has been at the DMV (laughs) so long. That she's just like fucking over it. If you're, you know what? That's your punishment. You drove forty minutes here.
0: I'm pretty sure when you've worked at the DMV for an hour, you are already over (laughs) it. But I came prepared.
1: Like you did not come prepared because you didn't have two pieces of mail. I came prepared ish. Like (laughs) I'm prepared to Jason. Oh my gosh!
0: So. It's the end of the year for me. I, Praise um, Jesus.
1: End so this year. week
0: this week that we're filming is the week before the last week of school. So this episode is is premiering. I will only have a few days left and the year is over for summer. So I have some interesting news that I can only give half of the news right now. I can only give half. It's
1: interesting, Jason. News it's, adjacent. It's, it's, it's a teaser. It's a teaser. Spoiler. This is, um, it's a teaser trailer.
0: I have been applying for new jobs since spring break. Um, well, actually, a little bit Sooner. before that.
1: Before yeah, that. Yeah, it was
0: before that. Um, you have but, interesting
1: opportunities come your way, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, so I've been applying for jobs. Um, I've been in a school library now for two years, but that's not really my background. Like, I'm a, a public librarian. Yeah. And so I've been wanting to transition back to that. So um, I have a new job but I can't talk about it all the way yet um, what I can say is that um, I will not be back in school libraries next year um, I'll be going back to the public library which I'm very excited because I miss doing story time and wearing tutus and rainbow crowns and, I mean Miss April um, is
1: one of your personalities she is she is um, one of your personalities
0: middle schoolers don't really appreciate my no, no. my sunshine and rainbows <laughs> So, um, so I'm, I'm, I've put in my notice and I, I can't say all the things yet, but uh, a few weeks ago we mentioned that like Molly and I have a lot of life stuff going on and this is one of my life things. Um, I just had to wait until contract renewals came out so I could actually, you know, officially do that. Yeah. Um, and so I will share more about the new job. Season three. um, Season three. I think that's great. Season three. Which actually only starts in a few weeks. Um, Right.
1: But uh, we're not saying wedding season three. We're just saying season three. uh,
0: Molly, did you listen to last week's episode with Katie? Oh my
1: God. Katie was so great. I appreciated it so so much. She was so funny. Y'all were hilarious. It was a great episode. It was a great episode.
0: After we filmed, after we filmed, I think we were just stayed on and video chatted for like another 30, 45 minutes, something like that. And it was just so fun. And
1: um, like, she- Don't get used to it. This is my jam. (laughs) I love you, Katie. My show. Well, our show. But you get my point. Don't get too used to it. Oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs> um, it's just. It you just tell I'm the oldest child? <laughs> I mean, I am, too. Um, it's just interesting because, like, uh, she's become such an important part of our lives. Like, you and I have been in a group chat with her now since August? The fuck.
1: No. Last year? Uh, September? October?
0: No, it, was, it couldn't have been because I think well, we did my, my sister's, sister's paper. I think we did it in August of last year. Shit. So it was season one. It was really early in season one. It's our one. anniversary coming up. Aww. Um. And so she's, we've just like, this past year has been like, this group text that like, literally some days is the only thing that like, gets me through the day. I,
1: like I literally just dumped a huge, like, struggle bus on you guys today. Yeah. Like, a huge struggle bus on you. Yeah. And I'm still like, I have to call my sister about that even. Like, I, I just,
0: yeah. Anyways. But it's, but it's interesting to me because, like, uh, like now I just can't imagine her not being a part of a group text. Like, I don't... Right, I right. Don't. I, I,
1: well, I feel like th- we are three... This is such a weird... We're a three-sided die. There is... You get tough love from me. Mm-hmm. You get full, warm support from her. And you give us the panic when we need the panic. Like, you're <laughs> like, hey... Don't forget to worry about this, and we're like, yes, we need to worry about that. I, I still think, even though I'm not
0: the one, I'm not the Harry Potter fan. Like the, uh, you two are Harry Potter fans, but it's very clear to me that um, she is Hufflepuff, and you are Slytherin, and I am Ravenclaw. We just need a
1: Gryffindor. Absolutely not! They'll get us. In. I'm the troublemaker in the group. We do this not need true. a worse troublemaker. We, we would, we just,
0: we can just yeet them out the out of the houses. It's fine. By the way, Sam says yeet now. He... <laughs> Aunt Molly approves! He likes it when I throw him in the pool. And yeet. so he's like, Mommy, will you yeet me in the pool? <laughs> but, you know, he just turned six yesterday, so when he says yeet, it's like, will you yeet. Will you yeet me? And I'm like, will I what? It sounds <laughs> will like I yeet. Do what? Like, I'm not a cannibal kid. <laughs> All right, so I'm sorry. I'll let you take back over.
1: (laughs) So this week, we are covering Boyfriend Material
0: by by Alexis Alexis Hall. Oh,
1: my goodness, this book.
0: So this is week two of our Pride series. And look, look at my eyes. If you're watching on YouTube, I have rainbow eyeshadow on today. Molly has a rainbow flag. Or fan. Fan. I mean,
1: words as big as a fucking flag, man. It's, just, it's for my pits. Don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> Gosh, Molly.
0: And last week, Katie talked about um her the Trevor project. Project,
1: yeah. I ho- go! Don't forget to donate, guys. Like, yeah, the Trevor project is so important. There are so many. Which um, there is a couple of that I participate with that um I'll talk about next week on Gunkle. Okay. That um is more of that helps with uh trans youth and finding them safe havens
0: perfect um uh, we'll post katie's uh, fundraiser for trevor project again below yes. um i went to the trevor project page to just like share that with our pod audience as well and they have a uh Tap three times and it escapes the page, um, which is so, so beautiful,
1: clever, and, so and
0: wonderful for those uh, LGBTQ youth who are uh, in unsafe situations but need to find themselves. And so, yeah. props to the Trevor Project. Like, I'm, and I'm
1: um, we've talked about this before. Uh, we have suggested uh, books when it comes to talking to your kids about mm-hmm. being a part of the Alphabet Mafia, and, and but if you don't remember those or you don't remember which episode it was, feel free to reach out to us on socials, DM us, email us at bookbestiespod at gmail.com. We will be more than happy to help you find resources. Right. We're pretty good at that shit. Um, Yeah. And
0: (laughs) I mean, I I am walking around school right now rocking rainbow eyeshadow because I'm an ally and I want the kids to feel safe, you know? I mean, it's important. So, yeah, so let's talk have read to Molly, 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 Molly. This book. This book.
1: Oh, my God. This
0: book. And The Love Hypothesis are my two favorite that I've read this year so far. And definitely my two favorite of season two. And I can't decide which one I like more. But they're They're both, both books you picked. Oh, I know. Well, okay, so I picked this one. But you're actually hosting because – of the whole job change situation that we'll talk more about uh, I mean Maybe.
1: well, I mean, it's end of school year. it is chaotic,
0: yeah i'm I'm losing my mind like,
1: <laughs> yeah, how about if synopsis? you're a teacher, if you're a teacher and you're listening to this, you just understand, like yeah, if you're a teacher, go get a shot, man. what the fuck, man, I don't know how you're doing it.
0: this is water,
1: this is water i, I don't I don't do the kids. I barely like mine, I kid, I love my children. I tolerate other people's. The rule in the Bigs house is if I can't talk to your kids the way I talk to my kids, they're not welcome. Because they have to be able to handle Molly's honesty.
0: I'll just warn them before they meet you.
1: <laughs> I I honestly think out of the two of your kids, Sam's just going to be like, yes. <laughs> He's going to say, he'll say, Aunt Molly is
0: crazy.
1: It's, it's, um. Other because you know, Sam's got that little spark of chaos, and yeah, my chaos draws other mini chaoses, yeah. Like, uh, 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 my friend Hillary, we've talked about Hillary before, her youngest Avery. Avery and I have a very special bond, and Avery is, um, very special and special to me, and like all her kids are special to me, but Avery is, uh, very much a leader, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to me, she Falls back in the pack, and Hillary's always like, You know, it's because she respects the alpha. <laughs> it's just because I'm a little bit more aggressive than she is, that's all. But well, <laughs> right. we're,
0: we're 13 Seneopsis. months in, and we've done jack shit, so. Good,
1: I'm glad we're back on schedule. Do it. Let's, let's let do it. <laughs> what a Luke, mess. a fundraiser for CRAP, C R A P P. A charity for dung beetles has, be- has been in the tabloids one too many times for the charity's posh donor's liking. Oliver, a slightly uptight solicitor, needs a date for his parents' anniversary party. Both need a fake boyfriend for different reasons. As they go along their way, they slowly fall in love for real. Like any good fake date trope does. Along the way, we meet rockstar absent fathers, best friends who are married with the same name, and we get a- go to a lot of fancy events. Yes.
0: Did I miss anything? Um, I, I guess it'll come out in discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it'll come
1: out because this is a pride book. Um, it's not what I meant, but okay. <laughs> let's get started. Luke, Luke, how
0: are, you say his name, has well, quite an interesting. I, I tried to look it up because he mentions in the book that he doesn't like, he can tell when someone adds the K
1: to pride. Luke. Luke, Luke? It's, Luke. Yeah, it's French. I don't. Know. I don't know. Whatever. I don't speak French. Anyway, they say <laughs> Luke in the audiobook. Luke. Okay, well then we're going with Luke. Which the narrator's so good in this, I will tag. I was out. taken
0: back by that name because of Addie Larue. Mm. <laughs> Fuck that book. Luke anyway, has, go ahead.
1: <laughs> Luke has quite an interesting life. Parents that are current slash former famous musicians. Mm-hmm. A life that is in the tabloids. A job working for a. St- for a strange – I put tabloid, but I didn't mean tabloid. Let's try this again. <laughs> Luke has an interesting life, parents that are current or former musicians, a life in the tabloids, and a job working for one of the strangest fundraising I've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Do you think he is a believable main character? So I liked Luke a lot.
0: Okay. um. I think that sometimes there were parts that I was like okay, I know we're going to talk about the mental health stuff later, but I, I there were parts that I was like okay, I get it, bro. You're depressed, you hate yourself, like I get it. But I really The self-deprecating liked, like, stuff? Yeah, he was so self-deprecating to a point that I was like
1: okay, well, that's enough of that. Right? Um but I, I get really, it though. I, I got it like his inner monologue was very similar yeah. to mine at that age. Yeah.
0: Um I mean, it's still similar to mine now. I mean, yeah. at forty. Um, I think same. he was. I think he was really likable. There were parts of his story that I had difficulty believing. Like, he never met his father. Like to me, that was like, but he's famous. Like,
1: I mean, I lived. You and in your the mom, small, Like, I lived in the same small town as my dad, and after my sixteenth birthday, I kind of never interacted with him ever again.
0: But that's different. We're talking about they had never met. Like, that's just weird to me. But anyway, um, I thought his job was funny. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I did find him unbelievable as a character. Honestly, I found you Oliver. Think his life
1: is realistic, though?
0: Yes. I thought Oliver's life was less realistic. But as the story goes on and we realize why Oliver is the way that he is. Right. Then I was like, "Oh, okay, now he makes more sense." But I think because the story is told from Luke's perspective, um, we get, we feel uh, wrapped up in his story and wrapped for sure. I mean, I definitely believed him. Like, I believed that this was a real fundraiser nonsense, and and it felt like somebody we
1: would know. Right? Yeah. Sometimes when you get a main character like this in a romantic setting like this, they have some abstract job or some weird-ass, like, hobby or something that just makes the character a little less believable than... But, like, he's depressed. He goes out to bars. He has a job that he's not sure how he got, but he's just praying he doesn't lose. Like, that is a realistic lifeline. Right? Yeah,
0: I mean, even if his job is fundraising for crap, dung beetles. Like. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I just I liked him. I there were there were aspects of him that felt very cliche. I mean, they set that up with the cover, right? Right. So he's going to be the dark and twisty one. He's in right. all black and he's got like the darker features. And then Oliver's going to be the more upstanding, posh. One who's, like, you know, yeah, he's posh, and he's... Respectable. Yeah, and he's the blonde, of course, and, like, that's just kind of cliche, like, that pairing. Right. Um, but, no, I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I found him believable. I liked him as a character. I liked hearing the story from his point of view. I I think his life is one that, like, everyone would be like, how is this your life? <laughs> like, if he was a real person, right. because, like... but
1: it's, you know, like, a apples and oranges here, but anytime you hear I have like another accident, like I've fallen again and I tell you the whole story and you're like, how does this keep happening to you, Molly? Right? <laughs> like, I fell down three stairs in Pearland and had two full lake casts.
0: Yeah. I remember you know know what what because mean? we had to change our trip to come see you. Right.
1: Because like, you were broken. <laughs> right. Like, it really is sometimes life is just some people just have unbelievable things happen in real life. Yeah. It's true. Um, it's true. This book touches on mental health without really yeah. saying. Yeah. Luke's apartment, his life pre-Oliver, Oliver's relationship with his parents, Luke's relationship with his father. Do you think this was a good choice for the author? Should he have been more direct about it?
0: No. I mean, I think the way that he covered it was the way mental health is accurate, You know, like it. Sometimes it's not portrayed the way that it actually is. Like, right?
1: um, I mean, look at look at the. He also
0: he also was using substances, and so like I'm not talking about the alcohol. He was using uh, uh, substances as well. So he was self medicating. He was not taking care of himself. Um, you know, I have an anxiety disorder. I've never been quiet about that. Sometimes it's my superpower, but um, sometimes my anxiety disorder can lead to me spiraling into depression, which is just a really fun place to be, where you're hyper anxious and like also depressed. Fun. Like we're using air quotes with the word "fun." Yeah, it's fun. just it's real hard. And I when I lived alone, um, so pre Tom, um, and I had a bout of anxiety that resulted in depression. My apartment was a disaster. Right. There were food containers everywhere. Like it was really problematic um, because I couldn't care for myself. I couldn't care for my apartment. Um, right. And so I think that the way it's represented is more realistic than the way that it's sometimes represented. Well, and, um, Sorry. No, it's okay. I was just going to say that um, the one thing that did bother me about Luke's depression was that, he didn't heal on his own. He didn't do the work. He needed
1: a person to heal him. Yeah. He needed somebody else to show him he was valuable. And, and I sometimes definitely that's think, what it takes.
0: Right. Well, I definitely think that, like, I got, I got healthier after Tom came around because, like, I had somebody who was showing me, like, love. You and were worth. Respect. Yeah. Right. But... I was also doing the work. Like I was in therapy and I was, you know, taking meds and um, Luke didn't, he didn't do the work. Like he didn't no. do any of it. He just, and it,
1: you have to do both.
0: I, he just decided that Oliver was embarrassed of him. And if he didn't want him to be embarrassed of him, he was going to have to do these things. And that's why when their relationship got a little rocky at one point, he didn't, take care of the apartment still because he wasn't right. doing the work for himself he was doing it for Oliver right um, which is not really how you can heal like you can't you can't wrap yourself in somebody else because if that falls apart you you right. have to do the work right uh, Being sorry that, un- was un- a lo- that was a long
1: that was a long okay. story um I was th- I was gonna say uh, near the end of the book spoilers when Oliver dumps him and Luke goes running to him and he's dumps this whole thing about how he loves all Oliver as is right and he tells him he blurts out that he goes I think you have an eating disorder that is so realistic how many times have we been in a brain dump and we're like hey I think you have depression and you take care of yourself like right it, it, it's very much a very realistic on how we people handle it in the real world I feel like
0: yeah I agree um
1: also, I think Luke's boss, the doctor, the bug doctor, the anthropologist or whatever they're called, is autistic. The way she oh, talks to people, autistic. the way she talks to people, like she literally goes, "You're not interesting. I'm going to go talk to them." Right?
0: She's definitely neurodivergent, and I would agree she probably uh Asperger's, which is not a term that we use in this country anymore, but it is a term that is used in other countries. I'm not sure if the UK still uses it, but um, it used to be but, a
1: diagnosis. It's no longer a diagnosis. What? It used to be a, a diagnosis tool, but no longer used as a diagnosis tool in right? this country.
0: Yeah. Um, but uh, it comes with uh, like uh, heightened intelligence. Yeah. And and
1: but just really bad social skills. So it's like Sheldon. Right. Sometimes it's a little bit more extreme. Uh, A good portrayal of it, I think, anyways, is Parenthood. The boy Max on Parenthood. He has Asperger's. I have
0: only seen like half of an
1: episode of Parenthood.
0: What? I tried twice.
1: That show is so good.
0: good. I fell
1: in love with Dax Shepard on that show. I didn't like him as an actor until I saw him in a serious role.
0: The only thing that he had done
1: before that was... With Idiocracy and it was hilarious. Without oh, a paddle, I, punked. I was thinking of punked. Yeah, it, without a paddle, punked. Let's go to jail, Zathura. Uh, the only thing I knew him on was punked.
0: He I know way on. too much
1: about Dex Shepard. Is what we're learning here now. Uh, it's not <laughs> cute. I don't know. What it's you're not about cute. Like. It's. I don't like. Fun fact, kids about Molly. Uh, I don't go by male actors on who I think is hot or not, like, it's always on their personality and who I think I'd be friends with. Because I always growing up, growing up, grew up one of the boys. So, like, when I, like, judge an actor, I'm like, hey, he's hilarious. Like, I don't get the whole uh, Jason Momoa, how everybody's super attracted to him. I think he's hilarious. I think he'd be a hell of a time to be around, but I don't find him attractive. I don't understand what the big fuss is.
0: He's not attractive.
1: Everybody thinks so. He just
0: has a lot of muscles. I
1: don't um, think so. Okay. I just
0: I like geeky guys that have dark hair and brown eyes, and so husband. Zachary
1: Levi. Also, yeah. my husband. Husband. Yeah.
0: I should probably. Husband and Zachary our, Levi. He should. He does edit our podcast. I should probably include him. <laughs>
1: It's a, it's a, it's, a te- it's a note. We talk about tropes a lot when it comes to romance books. Sometimes we like it. You other have times to,
0: because like, that's the point. <laughs> we like
1: it, and other times we don't. Mm-hmm. I think we can agree this time it works. But it what makes this book different than the others that we haven't linked? Because we've seen the fake date trope, and we've tore those books apart. Okay, so so
0: the first fake date trope that we covered on this pod was... Uh, the Jasmine Gilroy, um... Oh, uh, The Wedding Date. The Wedding Date. I didn't like that because I didn't think the writing was good. Right. Now, she has a lot more books now, and people really like her, so maybe... I love her. Maybe it was just that because that was her first one. I, it was her debut enjoy. novel. But the second fake date we did was, um, the Love, love hy- Or the Kiss Quotient. Kiss quotient. And I really liked that. What was Love Hypothesis after Love that? Hypothesis was third... And, I mean, we both loved that. Yeah. Um, so, I think when you do a fake dating, you know that the inevitable is going to happen. They're going to fall in love with each other. It's right. Just, that is the cliche, and that's what's going to happen. But it's about how the author writes them falling in love. This story, to me, reminded me of other stories, but didn't feel derivative at all. Like, it felt fresh.
1: It did, It and, is an original it, take on it.
0: Yeah, and it didn't feel like, 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 in some ways, it's not just fake dating. In some ways, it was a little bit enemies to lovers because they had, like, you know, like, they but were. But it was
1: also the miscommunication trope, right? Well, it was come to mis- find out, Come yeah. to find out, like, Oliver always liked him and Luke mm-hmm. always liked him, but they always thought the other didn't like them. Right. And it, it was just, right. Well, the
0: problem is that neither one of them likes themselves. Right. And so, I mean, that's the Self-loving real
1: problem. Self-loving brings us together. Sweet.
0: <laughs>
1: Depression makes the world go round. <laughs> Luke has a gaggle of friends from work in his personal life. Do you have anybody that's your favorite? Um, So. I meant to write have. their names down and I forgot.
0: So, my favorite friend of his is Bridget, just because I, I think Bridget. she's just a bastard case. She, th- like, her character reminded me of a character from the Bridget Jones movies. Not the Bridget Jones books, but the Bridget Jones movies. Uh-huh. And um, And then her being named Bridget, it, it contributed to that. So, she's just really quirky and funny, and she just does not have her shit together, and I just love that about her. My favorite character in the book that wasn't Oliver or Luke was Alex. <laughs>
1: He's a fucking moron. Nothing going on in there, man. Like, hollow. Molly, he loses the uh,
0: patron, like, whatever the fuck. he's looking in the bushes. He's looking in a potted plant. Not the bushes. A potted plant. And then Luke is like... (laughs) Why are you looking at a potted plant? And he's like, Well, you shouldn't judge me. I found him. He's right over there. He was
1: with Luke, and Luke brought <laughs> to Alex. Alex is looking those... at a potted plant. Oh my God. Okay, what about, um? also, I love Alex. Let's just do an Alex oh appreciation. My gosh. Okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> he's such a mess.
1: The interrupting cow joke, right? Okay. Yes. So then he breaks yes. that down, and then he, like, <laughs> Got a fake boyfriend for himself. Yes. Why? <laughs> Why would Alex need a fake boyfriend? Oh wait, they're engaged. Wait, but we not But then when
0: she, when Miffy, Muffy, whatever her Miffy, name is, Miffy. whenever she says that he, it's his fake boyfriend. It's
1: brilliant. It's a great idea. I love Luke it. Is Why like,
0: you- Luke is like, he's my fake boyfriend, not Alex's. And then Alex is like, what do you mean? It was my idea. Why don't I get it? <laughs> like. Right. Do you, you need a fake boyfriend? You need a fake boyfriend. You're straight and engaged to this chick. Are we
1: engaged? I don't know if we're engaged. Sounds we'll like just, we're engaged. Yes,
0: it's fine. I'm my favorite joke of the whole book. I've got a. I, I just can I find it?
1: I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know if I'll be able to find it because I didn't uh, while do you're looking for that tabbing. Um, I like in there. So he, the, his. Luke's gaggle of friends, like his immediate friends, his LGBTQ plus friends, they have a WhatsApp group and they changed the name of the the group right now. Like at the beginning of the book, it's called um, Queer Comes the Sun. (laughs) And then like, as it goes on, like there was like Luke Impossible and like on and on. It's just, they're so good. It's so funny. Here's the part. Are you gonna make
0: I'm never, it? I'm never gonna be able to get through it, okay. <laughs> okay. <sighs> ha <laughs> Okay, I can do it. I can do it. A man walks into a bar and he sits down and there's a bowl of peanuts and a voice comes from the bowl of peanuts saying, hey, your hair looks great. And then this other voice comes from the cigarette machine on the other side of the bar saying, no, it doesn't. You look like a prick and so does your mum." Alex's (laughs) eyes widen. Oh, I say that's a bit much. Yeah. Keep that in mind because it's sort of integral to the joke. Anyway, the man asks the barman what's going on. And the barman says, don't worry, the nuts are complimentary, but the cigarette machine's out of order. (laughs) <laughs> well i suppose they wouldn't have bothered to fix it because you're not allowed to smoke in pubs anymore <laughs> and he says i should have seen this coming you're right alex it's the accuracy that makes it funnier. <laughs>
1: i mean <laughs> i
0: had to read it to tom because it was so funny <laughs> it's the accuracy that makes it funnier I mean like he has just it
1: is. So, this He's book is so funny like and it's not even it's not just the jokes like he this author wrote in two gay men who have the exact same name who are married they're married to each, to each other
0: <laughs> <laughs> They had the first same first and last name, and when they got married, they, they hyphenated their last name.
1: <laughs> like it's just—it's so great! It's so great! Like, I, oh my gosh! What is it called? I can't oh. find it. What are their names?
0: I have had a hard day. This laughing is fun for me. J- Royce, Royce, or something like that. Uh, John James Jay- James Royce Royce Royce. <laughs>
1: Because they have the same last name!
0: They were both James, and they typinated Royce Royce. So they were both James Royce, and then they got married and became James Royce Royce. So Luke just refers to them as the James James Royce Royce Royces.
1: I mean... Oh my god. Matthew and I have the same initials and the same middle name. I'm Joe, he's Joseph. Not okay, as weird, but weird decent. That's not the same. <laughs> Potato tomato. I did work <laughs> with when I was. I did work with a guy who his last name was Peterson. And his wife's name was Peterson, and they got married. And she just kept her spelling of Peterson, not his spelling of Peterson. Oh my gosh, that's confusing. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, so did you have a favorite character? Um I like his mom. I love Luke's mom. I, hey, did the audiobook narrator
0: do a French accent? Yes. One? So I read this one. I know you listened to it, so.
1: Yes. Oh, he did all the voices. It was fantastic. Um nice. Luke's relationship with his father becomes a plot point, which it's cliche for him have a bad relationship with his father. Yeah. What about his relationship with his mother did you like? Do you think she's bi?
0: Those are two very different questions.
1: (laughs) I know, but I grouped them together because I was trying to consolidate. (laughs) Are you in a hurry? Do you
0: not have time to sit
1: with me today? Have you met me? I'm always in a hurry. This is the way I talk. It's true.
0: (laughs) Um, So, I liked his mom. I thought it was funny how, how she just like would just put shit out there, like it just—it was really funny. Um, I like their relationship. Bananas and curry. <laughs> yeah. Awful curry. Her special curry. Her special I mean, curry. I don't like curry in general, but don't be putting bananas up in there. Like, no, what are you doing?
1: Um. Well, and I, she explains it away like some other dish uses bananas, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, I do not think she was
0: by. I did kind of question that, but I think she would have been honest with him because she's not quiet about her sexuality, and she's not, and she like she's uh, lets him be honest about his, <clears throat> and she says something about being French, and so she can get it where she wants it.
1: <laughs> oh, my favorite thing is okay. So, um, his mom is asking him to come for the curry dinner, and he's like, "Mom, I can't come to the curry dinner. It hurts to eat it." bum hurts and she goes for a gay man you're really sensitive about your asshole (laughs) (laughs) i died i died i just feel like i I died of embarrassment for him and he's a fictional character (laughs) like
0: i feel like as honest as she was that like she would have been honest about that i think i think her best friend and her are just like weird Hetero life mates.
1: Or not yeah. hetero. I mean, her, she's a lesbian. Her best friend's a lesbian. But platonic Wait, life mates. Is? Yeah. They, she's made it clear that she's married men, but she's a lesbian.
0: Oh, well, then maybe, she, maybe the mom is bisexual.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Because her that, mom I makes a statement about, like, it's just about, at her age, it's about love. It's not about anything else.
0: Well, I mean, it's very Christina and Meredith. Right. You're my person. Right. You know? Right? Um,
1: So let's talk about his dad. I feel like I feel like I've read the cliche of gay man has bad relationship with his father one too many times when it comes to fiction. And while this is very true and I'm not trying to take away the experience of a gay man having a terrible relationship with their father, I just feel like it's just a cliche that is written to make drama, right? Like, I don't know. I I just feel like I don't like it when people make an excuse
0: for someone's sexuality. Right? And that's well, sort of how it feels. Well, and I want to I, talk about Oliver's parents in a second. I really had an issue with that whole story anyway
1: because his dad lying about having cancer and like
0: I mean, like okay. I just feel like Every time his dad would talk to him, I felt like music was playing, like a sad, sappy like, violin. My life is over, and I just want to know who you are. I want to know who you are, and it was all bullshit because he bounced when he realized he wasn't dying. Oh, I'm not dying anymore. I don't care. So you don't want to, keep trying to repair this relationship? Right. Like, you learned nothing. You learned nothing. Yeah, I'll be interested After your to great see cancer scare. I'll be interested to see in how, he plays, how he plays in the next book. Yeah, because I don't think I'll they're going to I, not I, include him.
1: I definitely want to add it to season three or four because. Well, I, think I mean, be the only problem with
0: doing see. that is like we don't usually do sequels unless we do it in the same episode. But listen, unless I'm down Alexis
1: uh, unless <clears throat> Alexis Hall wants to come on. I mean, yeah, you're welcome, I did, sir. I did ask him today.
0: Um, I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I would have to check on Instagram, but I don't remember what his pronouns are. So we might be misgendering him. Oops, so my are, bad. If we are. My bad. I, I, I apologize.
1: apologize. I, I, I just assumed, uh, let me Google it because I don't want to fuck up. Um... I couldn't it, even find a picture of
0: Alexis Hall. Like I was, it says to... his
1: um, okay. in the Wikipedia. It says Alexis Hall is an English author of urban fantasy, science fiction, and M M/M slash M romance, man on man. His novels yeah. include For Real, Glitter, Glitterland, Iron and Velvet, Looking for Groups in Pansies. This is from Wikipedia, and it definitely we all uses know how like-
0: accurate Wikipedia I know. is. I know.
1: Let's see. I have Twitter. Anyways, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to misgender or Oh!
0: He, him, any. Okay. That's what his that's what his uh um Twitter says. So,
1: so Alexis, we, we're okay allowed we're allowed to say he. I mean, we might stare a little bit with your fancy accent, but um
0: I will do all the staring <laughs> with your fancy accent. Listen, um I don't even care. I'll just be like talk british to me
1: <laughs> maybe the not
0: so- fact the fact that i lived in england for six months and didn't make out with anyone is a great tragedy of my life
1: agreed it really is agreed it really is so you want more questions i mean i guess what else are we doing here <laughs> <laughs> oliver is very reserved i think that's an understatement yeah. As we slowly get to know him, we can see where and why this is <laughs> what. Um, I, go ahead.
0: Well, okay. Let me tell you this. I had a really hard time not picturing Oliver and Luke as, um, no, go ahead and ask the question and then I'll tell you 'cause okay, I'm, I'm blanking on what I wanted to say. So,
1: Oliver is reserved. As we slowly get to know him, we can see where and why this is, he is this way. Let's talk about the behavior of his parents and his brother, too. Do you think this shaped him? Um, sure. I definitely think so.
0: And I think that, like, I think I really feel like his parents are abusive. And not in the way that they were beating him. And they're him. homophobic. Like, like, he makes he makes a point to say, like, my parents never abused me. They never hurt me. But, like... They did everything
1: for me. That's always a rationale of kids that, like, if you grow up in poverty, if you've grown up in poverty, you explain away parents' bad behavior by saying, well, they gave me everything. They worked so hard for me. But so he we didn't grow up in way, poverty. No. But we explain away... Um, verbal abuse Mm -hmm. for when we feel like our parents have sacrificed for us. In Oliver's case, his Mm -hmm. mother gave up her career. So, every time, you know, every time he, you know, he goes to defend his mom, well, she gave up everything for me. So, I have to do this for her. Like, giving up who you are or letting her talk about you in a homophobic way is acceptable Mm. because she gave up her career 40 years ago. I go bullshit.
0: It's, it's it's definitely not. I, and this goes back to what I said earlier that I think that they both have a lot of Mm self-loathing. And, um, I, I mean, I don't know that Oliver necessarily had an eating disorder because I feel like we don't have enough context for that, but he definitely, um, He's trying to be someone that he really isn't. Like it's, he wants to be who his parents want him to be. Right. I was actually kind of concerned that he was so rigid that it was going to be like a Fifty Shades of Grey situation where, like,
1: oh yeah, Christian,
0: Christian is like really, really rigid because he's like a freak, right. Um, Like, like his bedroom activities are very... Well, and
1: the BDSM community have real issues with Fifty Shades of Grey because... Well, they do because,
0: because Uh, he's not, he's not doing it because he enjoys that as his sexual lifestyle. He's doing it because, and I quote from the book, I like hurting girls that look like my mother, brown haired girls that look like my mother. So I don't blame them for not liking that, but, um... But for me, that's what I was kind of worried about, that Oliver was going to have this, like, he was so reserved that he had this, like, really, like. Dark secret bullshit going on. yeah. Yeah. And it turns out that the dark secret is family shit, which I actually like. Although, I mean, I wouldn't have hated it if it took, like, a naughty bedroom twist. This book is disappointingly cut to black. Like, that is my biggest, biggest critique of this book is, like, we waited. I got it for you. Thank you. We waited so long for them to kiss. And then when they're actually, like, you know, bound to doing bound the things, things. Yeah. when they're, like, doing the things, we get, like, Luke talking about Oliver, like, being on top of him and, like, feeling the weight of his body. But it's not, like, necessarily sexual. It's just that, like, he's on top of
1: him, almost like in a wrestling I, way. And then we don't actually get the sex. I'm wondering if that was an editorial choice, or if it was an author's Choice and his style. Well,
0: and and I don't have context because I've never read anything else about by Alexis Hall. Um, so I I don't have context, but like Casey McQuiston gave us like steam. Well, although I did talk about this with Katie last week, I've heard. We we have a little. There's a little cut to black in that too. And look, listen, authors that are writing uh male male romance like give the girls what they want. Like, we want, we want the penis.
1: I mean, I could take it or leave it.
0: Okay, well, maybe it's just, maybe it's just this girl.
1: (laughs) I mean, there's girls like you. I'm just saying it's not all.
0: Listen, don't put me in a category because I'm not saying that, like, I'm interested (laughs) in that. I'm just saying if I'm going to read a romance. (laughs) not what I'm saying. I'm just saying if I'm going to read a romance (laughs) novel, like, I, especially if it's a slow burn. Like, I want the sex. Right. Um, okay, so what I was going to say earlier, I had a really hard time not picturing Luke and Oliver as a retelling of Bridget Jones, where Luke was a young Hugh Grant, and Oliver was a young Colin Firth. I love it. And, Damn like, it.
1: I'm, it here it. It. I'm, here I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I don't know. Um... <laughs> Luke doesn't have that nervous befuddly thing going though that Hugh Grant does. Like yeah, he does. We'll agree to disagree.
0: Uh, I don't know. I just think like there's some homoerotic like wrestling happening in Bridget Jones. I'm sure. sure. Each other. Like come on.
1: I'm sure there is fanfic out there on Reddit somewhere of Colin Firth and Bridget Jonesy stuff. Just send it April's way. I
0: uh, love Colin Firth.
1: Luke makes a sink about Oliver only having straight friends. What did you think about this?
0: I mean, I don't really have a judgment on this. I I guess I feel like it's helpful to have friends that are within like the same the community, community as you, but like to me, I just I don't know. My friend circle is a weird net. Um because say, word. I like you and I are best friends. And we don't we don't have that much in common. The interesting fact is, no. I mean, we have weird things in common. Like I still think we're related. We both like books. We like a lot of the same type of books, except that we love the same TV shows and
1: movies, right? But like our history is very, our childhood is very similar.
0: But, like, yeah, but, like, the way that the world divides people, like, for example, by religion or right. by um, political, political views. Affili- affiliation, like, we shouldn't be friends. And no. Somehow oh, works. no.
1: But, but and then, we respect and then each I, other in that sense. Right. Right? And then I have
0: other friends who should, like, by that division, I should have a closer relationship with them. And they're really just, like... They're not, they're not in, they're not in the circle. You know what I mean? Like they're friends, but they're not friends that I'm going to like tell all my secrets to, except I guess through
1: a podcast that they can listen to. Um, I mean, I know all the secrets. I know where the bodies are, but that's also because you know where my bodies are, right? You know all my secrets. Right.
0: I just think it's interesting because what
1: the fuck was the question, Molly? I totally forgot. We were talking about uh, Oliver... Luke made a big stink about Oliver having only oh, friends. Oh, not having... So, yeah, I mean, I guess
0: I feel like you need friends that, like, understand your viewpoints, but I don't feel like those need to be your only friends. Like, Luke needed some friends who were outside of his circle. The only right. one he had was Bridget, and her long-term boyfriend was bisexual, so I'm not sure... Who was
1: also Luke's boyfriend at one mm. time. That's a bit awkward. I mean, um, from, from what I understand, have... in that happens a lot, like... I have friends that are lesbians, and dating a dating a girl, and then her ended up dating one of your friends, and y'all are just cool. Happens like it is very common in the Alphabet Mafia, the LGBTQ plus community, to date and then just be like, "It didn't work, but we're still I friends." Mean, I, so. I would say I think it's
0: probably common in all orientations because I don't know. I'm friends I mean, with a lot of my exes. I know, that's weird to me. I don't think but, so. But like let's use people the coast. E- mm. Let's <laughs> use the Coast Card as an example. We know people who know people. Who know knew other people? people who knew other people.
1: Right. So, they, they mean, did the things they shouldn't have done and like yeah. The
0: crossovers there, right? Well, and there's also that one base in California with all the rumors
1: about it. So Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, we ever get a live show. We'll tell that story.
0: um <laughs> I don't know that we will
1: <laughs> I mean it's not our story to tell, but that's it's not our story things.
0: to tell. Neither um, one of us
1: station there., well, <laughs> I mean, but I know the things anyway. <clears throat> was there anything in this story that surprised you? What was the most predictable part?
0: I mean, it was predictable that they got together yeah. um. There really wasn't a surprise. I took an issue a little bit with the ending. Um, I, I did too. Have, okay, I have beef with the ending. It. All right, just just go ahead and interrupt me. It's no, fine. sorry. Sorry. Mm. Continue. I feel like I've hogged a lot of the podcasts this That's week okay. anyway. So, That's okay. Um, I, I took an issue with the ending because I would have preferred for Luke. I, I was fine with Luke going to... Durnham or wherever he went yeah and realizing that Oliver wasn't there but I would have been but but I wanted him to go home I wanted Oliver to be the one that made the effort I don't think that we needed Luke making the effort and Oliver turning him down and then Oliver showing up the next day Oliver needed to give but Luke didn't need to that that part in the middle didn't need to be there
1: it felt flat does that make sense like I like I expected Oliver to show up there, but I really wanted an angry lesbian to come down and yell at him for waking her up.
0: Or I, I didn't wanted... want her to be there at all because she's awful.
1: That's the worst of his friends. Oh, I like her. I I, I kind of get her in a cellular level, but that's beside the point. Um, I feel like if the way how flat that ending was, I feel like we should have gotten a small jump forward. Like even like two weeks later, and they're, like, at brunch with their friends or something, you know? Just, like, just something. Yeah,
0: I could have done with that. I'm glad they didn't do the fucking marriage cliché. Oh, well, like, we don't know. That'll lead me to. A- well, I mean, it is called Husband Material. Husband Material, material which comes no, out August 2nd. But I, what I mean by that cliché is that, like, how in the wedding date they got engaged at the end of the book. No. Right. No. And they did that in Kiss Quotient. No. Mm-hmm. But Love Hypothesis jumped ahead and it was a year and they weren't engaged. Right. They were just together. Right. If I could have done with okay with that. Right. Um, but I am August 2nd is the day it comes out, right? August second. a couple days comes before your out. birthday. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Honestly, um, I,
0: I've already pre ordered it. I was same. hella disappointed when I went on same. Amazon and realized it wasn't out yet. Because like I said last I week that it was already out. Like I, I thought, thought it was. was. And um, I'm super disappointed because uh, I need more of Luke and Oliver I, in my life. I, I do, too. I, I need more of them in my life.
1: Overall, they are my new favorite boys.
0: Oh, man. Alex and Henry, though.
1: I don't know. They're up there with Alex and Henry. Uh, Alex They're and up Henry are. Uh, you have a couple of notes on here um, you wanted to share. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Do you want me to say them or do you want to dive in? Um, well, I
0: already said why was this cut to black? I wanted the spice. Right. Okay. I love, I love that Luke's name is Lucien. Yes. Like he, the only Oliver Let can call Oliver.
1: Him. Say it. Yes. And I like, thought that was very sweet.
0: Says it. It's when he says it that Luke talks about how he gets the chills and like, like he knows <laughs> what he's doing. He yes. knows what he's
1: doing when Oliver says Lucien. Lucien. And it's it. so stern and just- knows it precise you need to hear it in the book in the audiobook Whew. lucian he says it with like this and it's like yes sir <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah i like that a lot um i want to know how the fuck this was big for me how the fuck is bridget in both friend groups and yet all of the luke's friend group had met oliver but none of oliver's friend group had met luke I think but Bridget's friends with both of them,
1: so she. why wouldn't she have invited all so of them to the same party? I think, I think Bridget is like an outside friend in Oliver's group, right? Like she's friends with them because of Oliver. And the reason Luke's friends have met Oliver is because of Bridget. And they're more open and spend more time out while Oliver's friends are more reserved, stay home, and do less of the things.
0: I needed them to explain to me how Bridget became friends with each of them.
1: I because love her so much. She could have her own novelette. I would love it so much. She always has something chaotic going on. Oh, her, my God, a fire. No, it's just a fire. I gotta go.
0: <laughs> she is so ADHD that I cannot, I relate
1: to her very much I so.
0: I know you do. Um, and- yeah, I mean, that was really all that I had. I just wanted to talk about the Daily Jokes with Alex's Alex. Alex, oh my
1: god. There oh is just, it's so many funny little he, things in so here. He's so dumb.
0: Molly, he looks for somebody in a potted plant. Like, he's so dumb. Oh, but we didn't talk about the other dumb guy who works in the office, who burns himself on the coffee pot every day, and so Alex keeps an aloe plant.
1: Okay, but I don't understand.
0: He is the social media chair and made a hashtag that was like a whole fucking
1: sentence. I don't understand Out of all these idiot people. Alex is the one on the chopping block. I know Alex. Luke is the one on the chopping blocks for getting fired, and it's like y'all. Yeah, well, also, he was he didn't
0: have enough self respect to like to want to fight the fact that, um, that he was basically going to be fired because he was gay. Like, that's right. why he was going to be fired. Right. Also, we didn't talk about this, but like, um, <laughs> we didn't talk about this, but, uh,
1: I want to pull up my notes for the, the first guy that Alex
0: h- hooks up with at the beginning of the book does end up selling his story.
1: And Which the reason, is awful.
0: And the reason exactly. that, um, luke is gun shy in a relationship is because of the fact that um his long-term boyfriends sold their story to tabloids which is just just awful just awful um i can i read you another part that yeah has me dying okay so luke and uh, has a email conversation with barbara who's the office manager yeah dear luke I've been looking at the costings of the hotel and I'm wondering if we really need it. Kind regards, Barbara. Dear Barbara. Yes. It's where we're having the event. Kind regards, Luke. Dear Luke. I've been thinking about that and was wondering if it wouldn't be more practical for donors to remain at home and contribute by telephone during a pre-approved window. Kind regards, Barbara. Dear Barbara. I appreciate your commitment to helping the Beetle Drive run smoothly. Unfortunately, the invitations have already been printed and the event has been advertised as a dinner and dance and not as a stay at home and phone us maybe. (laughs) (laughs) The cost of the hotel should be more than covered by the ticket price. Kind regards, Luke. Dear Luke, could we at least choose a cheaper hotel? Kind regards, Barbara. Dear Barbara, no. Kind regards, Luke. (laughs) Luke, I consider your last email appropriately, inappropriately curt. I would take this matter up with Human Resources Department, but we don't have one. <laughs> In regards, Barbara. P.S. Thank you for raising a requisition. Thank you for raising a requisition request for a new stapler. The requisition has been denied. <laughs> um, Barbara, perhaps you could ask the office manager if we if she, if we could release sufficient resources to hire. A human resources department. Maybe I could also borrow a stapler from them. Kind regards, Luke. Dear Luke, there is no room in the workplace for facetiousness. For <laughs> I refer you to last month's memo on the new paper pa- face and fastening policy. <laughs> for financial and environmental reasons, we are requiring all documents to be bound with recyclable treasury tags. We expect these to be reused whenever possible. Kind regards, Barbara. Dear Barbara, Please pay the hotel. The manager just called me and we are at risk of losing the room. Kind regards Luke. P.S. We have run out of treasury tags. Dear Luke, if you have run out of treasury tags, please submit a requisition report. <laughs> kind regards Barbara. And then, then he goes to get coffee and decides to be nice. And he sends her an email and says, would you like... Please, Barbara, please forgive my earlier rudeness. I'm making a mound of teas and coffees in the office. Would you like one? Luke. Dear Luke. No. Kind regards Barbara. <laughs>
1: I just was laughing through the whole thing. Okay, so one of the stupid things Alex said that we forgot about was he had read Harry Potter 36 times, and by the time he got done with it, he had forgotten he
0: had read it! I should spit my water out. Like, I literally... I spit my water out. Um uh, if you want to talk about people that I don't believe are real, it's everybody that works with him. Why is he the only functioning adult in that office?
1: Um, When they, there is this line when they go to meet Luke's dad and he uh-huh. goes, and the, the lady goes, just sit there and be quiet. And Luke goes, there goes my plane to scream and lick the furniture. <laughs> And then, oh my gosh. Um, there was one more, um, the dick pics. We need to talk um, about the dick pics we before we end today. Picks.
0: Yeah.
1: So, Luke is very, very into Oliver's body. Yeah. And he talks about the V cut, he's very yeah. into it, and Luke yeah. jokes with him asking him if he's going to send him dick pics. Yeah. Yeah. We all know Oliver's a respectable guy. He absolutely will not send dick pics. He will not send dick pics. But he does send pictures of Richard.
0: Yes. Many different Richards. Including Dick Cheney.
1: (laughs) Which, you know what? What I'm going to do right now? I'm going to just send a dick pic to Katie right now while we're on. Oh my gosh. And... oh and man it is just so hilarious like i like, feel like
0: i feel like the tone of our pod has changed because now we've like we're just reading favorite parts of this book and like look just go get the book support go get alexis book. hall it's so good guys it's, it's so, so good it's so good i gave it a five out of five which Shut y'all know i don't do
1: you then, don't do
0: it didn't count for any of the books on the challenge that we do that I have left. So that I just posted a review on our challenge group. Like, Hey, this doesn't count for anything, but everybody needs to read this book. Then I posted it on my personal Facebook page, which I don't ever share book reviews on there because that's why I have a good reads. And Oh my gosh, guys, like
1: it's so just good. get this book.
0: Go so get, get this book. Come and back. Pre-order the sequel. Cause you're going to want it. So
1: you're going to want it. You're just going to want it. do it at the same time. It's worth Let's it. Do it. Do um, it. Final thoughts.
0: Um, I, I loved it. I cannot I wait it. for the next book. Okay, uh,
1: so next week is Gunkel. Gunkel! Um, I literally picked this up just because of its cover. I thought it was going to be this it has, light. It has shelf appeal. It really does. It does. Um, it is a little bit more intense than I was expecting. It, it's heavy, but it's
0: wrapped in... It's, it's laughter through tears, which is my favorite emotion.
1: I know. Um,
0: and so it's good. I'm two hours away from the audiobook, finishing the audiobook. I, the audiobook is narrated by the author. I love is. that. It, I love it, it. He
1: is doing such a great job. I'm about halfway. <laughs> Katie just text back Dick um, Jamie. <laughs> Katie, I'm not going to say anything until you hear this on Tuesday. You will find out. She, Molly, she'll be
0: listening to this as we're telling her where we need to go. We need to end this episode.
1: (laughs) It's getting late. Oh my
0: gosh. I'm so tired. (laughs)
1: Ah, Next week, Gunkle.
0: We'll see you guys next time. Hey, hey, after Gunkle, we're taking a two-week break. Don't forget, we'll take
1: a two-week break, and then we'll be back with season three. All right, till next time, guys. Bye! thank you for joining us on book besties don't forget to like and subscribe the views discussed here are those of molly and april not those of anyone else today's book was boyfriend material by alexis hall your book besties are molly biggs and april watkins editing by thomas watkins and music is sleep sweetly by prigida don't forget to follow the book besties on facebook instagram twitter tiktok and youtube if you'd like to contact the book besties please email us at bookbestiespot at gmail.com